This is episode 56, Figuring Out Next Steps Along Your Career Path with Trish. Welcome to Over It and On With It. I'm your host, Christine Hassler, and for over a decade, I've been a life coach, speaker, and author. Each week, you'll hear me work directly with a caller as I coach them through a goal they want to accomplish or an obstacle they may be facing. I'll provide a blend of practical and spiritual advice as well as tangible actions you can apply to your own life. Now, let's get on with the episode. Hello, everyone, or perhaps I should say g'day, mates, because I'm coming to you from Australia today, and it feels so good to be back here. It's my third time back, and each time I've come for quite a bit of time and really get to know this place and the people here. This time I'm in Bondi Beach, which is in Sydney, and just soaking in the sun, the amazing people, the great food. It's also just been wonderful to connect with friends here and do coaching intensives with some of our Aussie listeners. And I'm planning my next trip back in February to do some bigger workshops throughout Oz, so stay tuned for that. And as I sit here in Bondi Beach looking at the ocean, running my business through my laptop and phone and Skype, I'm just reflecting on how grateful I am to be here at this place in my life and my career and just reminding myself and all of you that this wasn't an immediate thing. There were so many years in my life when I felt stuck at a job and I didn't have the kind of freedom and passion that I have now. It took time to get here and it also took a lot of intention, effort, and hard work. Not just external work, but work on me. Not only did I have to take action steps toward my goals, I also had to remove my inner roadblocks. It wasn't always easy. There were times along my path when I was suffering from feeling so down and lost when it came to my life purpose, or I was heartbroken, or I was financially panicked. But fortunately, I found my way towards personal growth and teachers and programs that reassured me that the sense of fulfillment I have today was possible. Soon I began to hear my own encouraging inner voice that began directing me to how I could truly step into my full potential. And today I want to be that encouraging voice in your ear to assure you that anything, anything, even that thing you're thinking about right now is possible. Whatever you long to be free of, whatever you dream of having in your life, it is possible which is why I am so beyond excited to share that my very first online personal mastery coaching course over it and on with it is now open for registration. And you won't want to miss out on the early bird discount that I'm extending to my community that expires soon. So go to christinehassler.com slash mastery. You guys, I have put so much into this course to make this six-week program something that makes a major impact on your life. So again, christinehassler.com slash mastery. Let me tell you a little bit more about the course. It's six weeks. It's five different modules. In each module, you get at least four to six training videos from me where I'm teaching you my best tools and strategies, things that have worked on me and thousands of people that I've worked with. You have worksheets that are going to help you integrate everything that you're learning. There's audios where I'm doing guided visualizations and meditations. You'll get all my best spiritual practices and practical tips. I blend my life coaching skills and my spiritual psychology woo-woo skills because it really is that holistic approach that creates change on the emotional, mental, behavioral, and spiritual level. Plus, you'll get access to me, 
One of the many reasons I wanted to create this course is because these podcast coaching sessions fill up so quickly. I literally put one tweet out and they're gone. And I really want to help as many people as I can. We have such a long wait list for people to get coached on the show and I hate not being able to connect with more of you. So this is a way to get live one-on-one coaching from me on our group calls. There's going to be a 90-minute call every other week, which you'd think would actually be three calls, but actually I'm going to be offering the calls at both 7 a.m. and 5 p.m. Pacific time so that your geography is not a barrier. I didn't want time zone or work schedules to get in the way of you being able to get on the phone with me. Bottom line, I'm here to serve you. I feel like I've eaten at this amazing restaurant in life and I want everybody to be able to go there. I want you to wake up feeling as content and fulfilled on a daily basis as I do. And believe me, if I could get myself to this point and I had a long way to go, which I always doubted was possible, I can help get you there. I promise. So again, christinehassler.com slash mastery. So speaking of getting to where we want to be, let me set up today's coaching session with Trish, who's looking for some career advice. But as you'll hear in the call, what is blocking her is not really lack of clarity, but rather lack of confidence. Trish is a 20-something, yet the crossroads she is at due to self-doubt is one I see in people of all ages. So be sure to listen, even if you're not at the start of your career path. And as you listen, consider, are you working on determining, perhaps even struggling, with what to do in your life? Do you have a career path in mind, but feel uncertain about next steps? Do you feel like you have to prove something or create results in order to feel confident or even capable of going after what you want? Is there a vision or mission that you feel passionate about and you're letting your own insecurities overshadow your commitment to your mission? And now on to my coaching session with Trish. Hi, Trish. Welcome to the show. What's your question? Hi, Christine. My question is basically, how do I figure out my career path, basically? Okay. Well, what? tell me kind of what it's been so far and what challenges you're having now. So I went to university, then I went to teacher's college and took a year off. I didn't really know kind of what else to do. So after that, I did a nutrition program And I really enjoyed the nutrition program. Um, That's kind of where my passion is. But then I moved home and kind of didn't really do anything with that. I've also used to work in a daycare. And then after doing the nutrition program, I kind of, you know, loved that field and then kind of went back to the working in the daycare again. So, okay. And what are you doing now? Now I'm kind of juggling four different jobs. Okay. um, to our supply, um, teaching and daycare, and then two are just part-time jobs. Okay. Okay. And what's the biggest challenge you're having in terms of your career? I guess trying to find, I really want to do something that I'm passionate about in the holistic field, but I just really don't really know kind of what to do. Okay. And how old are you now? 27. 27. Okay. And if you had like your, forget logistics. If you had your dream job, your dream career, what would it look like? Tell me about what that would look like. Um, I don't really know specifically. I guess more in the coaching field, working with nutrition or something holistically with clients or yeah, just working with people and just being able to help them. 
Okay. And out of all the jobs you have, which one right now, out of all four of them, which God bless you, four jobs, um, <laughs> out of all of those, which do you feel like you get that fulfilled the most? Well, so two of my jobs, one is working at a natural skincare store and the other one is I just started working at a yoga retreat, uh, meditation retreat center. Mm-hmm. So I really love those two jobs because they're both in the spiritual field and yeah, like I really like them. Okay. Well, it sounds to me like you already know the direction you want to go because your initial question to me was how do I figure out my career path? And it sounds like you know what you want the path to be. You want to be working with people holistically either as a nutritionist or at a holistic center or something like that, correct? Right. Okay. So it sounds like what you're really asking is what's the next step to take in my path? Okay. Yeah. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. So the fact that you have four jobs and haven't really gone all in to what you really want hints to me that there may be a low self-confidence issue here. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So it doesn't matter what I tell you to do if you don't believe in yourself. Okay. So why don't you believe in yourself? I don't know. Um, I don't know. I I like to think I do, but then every time I, you know, try to go through with something or, you know, take the next step in my career or something like that, then I just always end up second guessing myself and feeling I'm not good enough, I guess. Right. Right. So that's more of a problem than lack of clarity. Right. Because you already know, you just doubt yourself. So what's the the similar self-talk, thought, judgment that comes up that creates the self-doubt? Like what do you tell yourself about yourself? Well, work-related, I guess, I always think like I don't know enough. You know, I'm not as well-educated or I don't know enough about the job or about the field and – I guess, thinking about, you know, other people that know more than I do or... So let me ask you a question. I first started coaching in 2004. Okay. If you were to listen to me as a coach then compared to listening to me now, I'd probably sound exactly the same, right? (laughs) Probably not. Why? I'm the same person. Why wouldn't I be the same? Because in 2004, you were just starting out and you were, you know, learning and growing, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think I could have done a podcast where people called in and I coached them live? Um, Probably not. <laughs> no. I mean, I could have, but it would have been awful. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I did it anyway because I loved it. Yeah. And I, I, I only coached what I knew. Mm-hmm. And I kept learning. And you know how I got better is I did it. It wasn't just through education and training. It was by actually doing it. Right. I wasn't the best. I didn't have that much experience. But something inside of me was calling me toward it, just like something inside of you is calling you toward it. 
But your self-doubt and this BS you tell yourself about how you need a better education or more experience or so on and so forth is preventing you from actually going out and getting the experience that will make you feel confident. Right. So, and this is a, a theme that comes up a lot around the show. <laughs> There's a moment when your vision has to become more important than your own self-consciousness. Okay. Because self-doubt and and our negative relationship with ourself is one way that we become a little too self-absorbed. And you're thinking so much about what you don't have and the education you don't have and na 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 instead of thinking about the people you could help. Right. So give me an example of how you would like to help somebody. Like something that like a, maybe it's a topic in nutrition that comes up or there's a specific illness or diagnosis that you're passionate about or what would really light you up in terms of a way you know you could help someone? I guess for myself, I have an autoimmune disease. So helping somebody somebody else through that, I'd be able to relate my own experiences for them and help them through that um, with my own life experiences. Beautiful. And do you know I had an autoimmune disease for a while? No, I did not. <laughs> and do you know what I learned about it in terms of the emotional mental component of what often creates autoimmune disorders? Because basically autoimmune disorder is the body reacting against itself, right? Right. Okay. Any guess as to what the psychological, mental, emotional component to that is? No. Negative self-talk, internal <laughs> self-rejection. Okay, that makes sense. Doesn't it? Mm-hmm. So when I was diagnosed with an undiagnosable autoimmune disorder, they couldn't figure it out. They didn't know if it was lupus or fibromyalgia or like uh, whatever. My coach, Mona, who I've mentioned many times on this show, helped me really learn that my self-criticism my negative self-talk, which was very severe, me basically rejecting myself mentally inside myself was causing my body to reject itself. My internal mental emotional fight was turning physical. And the thing about the body is it will do what it needs to do to get our attention. And often illnesses are a result of something that didn't begin physical but then it got physical to get our attention. Right. Wow. So I think another level to how you can help people, especially people with autoimmune, is to, because I can hear in your voice that you're a very compassionate, caring person. (laughs) And I bet if I was sitting across from you, Trish, right now, and I was sharing something vulnerable or I was being hard on myself, that you'd soothe me and you'd comfort me and you'd say encouraging things to me and really hear me. Yeah, I would. I very seriously doubt you'd tell me I was being weak and I needed to like stop complaining and, oh, my life is pathetic and I should be farther along and I really need to go get some more education <laughs> and, oh, I could lose five pounds too. <laughs> would you no, be saying? No, I wouldn't say that. No. <laughs> but do you say that to yourself? Yes. So why do other people deserve better treatment than you do? I don't know. (laughs) I guess they don't. No. We all deserve love, especially Mm -hmm. from ourselves. 
So I know your question was about your career. Often the question that people initially ask isn't the direction we go because there's an answer that doesn't have to do with that question that's even more important. Right. So what are you starting to see as the most important takeaway you're getting from this session? Definitely that I need to work on more positive self-talk and my self-confidence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and I'm going to encourage you not to approach it as a work-on thing <laughs> because <laughs> sometimes we try to resolve the inner critic and the negative self-talk by being hard on ourselves. Like, I'm going to go like work on this inner critic thing and I'm going to be like <laughs> super thorough about it. I'm asking you to bring more love to it and to take that part of you. See, oftentimes the reason why coaching felt like such a calling to me, yes, I believe it's one of my gifts. I believe we're all given gifts. But I also know that why I was so drawn to it is because I needed to learn what I would eventually teach. I needed it. You are so drawn to holistic nutrition because you really, really want a holistic approach to your own growth and evolution. You want to be able to treat your autoimmune stuff beyond just diet. Yeah. There's deeper things here. And in your attempt to go and help other people, the person that first needs your help and your compassion and your attention is you. And the more you do that for yourself, the more you will feel self-confident because you'll see yourself taking care of yourself and speaking kindly to yourself. And the more you trust yourself, the less you will doubt yourself. And the more you see, see one of the things that made me confident in coaching is I started to see myself make changes I never thought I could make inside of me. Okay. So that gave me the ability and the confidence to go, you know what? If I can do this for me, I believe I really can go out and help other people. Mm-hmm. That's the stuff you can't get from a program. Right. Okay. So when you think of your career path now, what do you see? Um, <laughs> I see, I guess it's going to be put on the back burner for a little while until I work on myself? Well, not necessarily. You know, working on yourself and and it's it's almost like reorienting your relationship with yourself actually may start to give you more clarity and confidence in terms of the career. Right. Okay. So what I would suggest you do is um, would, would it be fair for me to assume that having a career as a holistic health coach may be something you're interested in down the line? Yes. Okay. Is that, is that truly an authentic yes? Um, I, I don't, that's a th- another thing. Like, I don't know if I'm motivated, I guess, enough to start my own practice. Okay. But what, I- what would be a dream that you would want? That's, that's, what if you were working for in some kind of institute or center where you were working one-on-one with people, but you didn't have to carry the overhead. 
Right. Yeah. I really enjoyed my program at school and just being in an environment where I'm working with like-minded people. So I think working in a, some kind of wellness center or something like that would be more ideal. Okay. Perfect. And would you like to feel confident about really being an employee that's valued and valuable and can really contribute to that atmosphere? Yes. Okay, great. So what I would prescribe is for you to come up with um, your own holistic coaching program and make yourself your own client. Okay. And, And put together over the next three months what you're going to do to help feel more confident to change your self-talk and to keep agreements with yourself and make self-honoring choices so you start to trust yourself more. Because there's the part of you that's going through this. And then, Trish, there's this other part of you that's like the wise coach. And I want you to get to know that coach healer part of you a little bit better. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think I can do that. I know you can. (laughs) And the more you do that, not only will the more confident you feel, but you'll also, I would expect, start to attract more opportunities, meet more people. The more you get in alignment with what you want to eventually create right now, the more Mm -hmm. other opportunities are going to start to come your way. Okay. Because right now your self-doubt is blocking them. Right. And eventually it's time to give up the four jobs and just focus on the one that's more in the direction that you want to go. Right. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Does this give you some more clarity? Yeah. Thank you. I loved how open Trish was to seeing how her own lack of confidence was the true block. It takes courage to look at ourselves and see how the biggest roadblock is often the person looking back at us in the mirror. But here's what's super important about dealing with ourselves when we are our biggest roadblock. We must, must, must do it with compassion. You hear me on this show with people when I illuminate a self-limiting belief or sabotaging pattern. I do it with a lot of gentleness. Yes, there is truth and often the truth can be a bit uncomfortable to hear, but it is truth with love. And that kind of truth with love and gentleness is how we must be with ourselves when it comes to admitting the truth about how we doubt ourselves, question our worth, and honestly create suffering for ourselves. Please stop buying into the belief that you must be stern or harsh with yourself to shift. Judgment only reinforces a disconnection with your own inner knowing. So if you want to be able to truly tap into your intuition and make choices that are most authentically aligned for you, not just your career path, but your soul path, you must be mindful of how you are with yourself. Be the compassionate, encouraging, and honest coach with yourself. Okay, so now let's dive into a couple specific things I want to highlight from this call. First of all, we talked about the autoimmune issues that she was dealing with. And I mentioned how often there's an emotional psychological tie into those. Now, I don't want to plant the seed that we create all illness with thoughts and feelings. I'm not God. I don't know that for certain. I can't begin to explain why some people get cancer or sick or have physical ailments. 
But I do know from my own experience and working with so many people at this point that often there is a tie-in. So it's important to look at. But we don't want to take on the, oh, I created this illness. Oh, it's my fault. We want to be able to look at it with neutrality and with observation and really ask the question, okay, what's the message from my body? What is my soul attempting to learn through this? That's a seeker orientation going, I created it. It's my fault. That's kind of a victim combined with a judger orientation. And we don't want to do that to ourselves. Also, many of you listening can probably relate to having questions about your career path and what to do next. One of the major traps I see people fall into when seeking clarity is getting too far ahead of themselves or doing what's called chunking up too high. You may have heard me use the metaphor of a staircase before when talking about a goal. Let's use the example of a career goal. At the top of the staircase, you see where you want to be. You see the career or the job or whatever it is you want, but you're chunked up so high that it's like you want to skip all these steps. It's like walking up a staircase and trying to leap to the top without going step by step by step. So instead of looking at that second floor, we have to back down and go, okay, what's the first step? And then it really is a process of taking a step and then getting feedback and then taking another step and getting feedback and doing it step by step by step. Now let's also talk about confidence a little more. Without confidence, it's hard to get clarity as we take those steps. If we're full of self-doubt, that is the message we're energetically broadcasting to the universe. For example, let's say you go in for a job interview and you have an awesome resume and you have all the qualifications, but internally you're saying, oh, I don't know if I'm good enough. Oh, I may mess up this interview. Oh, they may not like me. Oh, other people have more experience. It doesn't matter what you say in the interview and what your resume says or what your references say, you're broadcasting that self-doubt. Now, self-confidence isn't about being arrogant. It isn't about going, oh my gosh, I'm the best person in the world and I'm better than anyone else. It's really about self-acceptance and looking at your gifts. So perhaps it's time to really update what your definition of confidence is. And then, you guys, it comes down to just doing it. As I said to Trish, when I first started coaching, I was not nearly as confident or skillful as I am now. Sure, I was helping people, but I was also coaching at the level I was ready for. So trust your career path is an evolution. For example, if you just started coaching or you've only been doing it for a couple years, comparing yourself to me or someone who's been doing it for over a decade is ridiculous. I've been doing this 12 years. I've done way over my 10,000 hours and that's what research shows it takes to become a master at something. And you will get there too. But accept where you are now and celebrate the skill set you do have. There are people out there to serve. You can take action steps toward the career of your dreams. And as you're doing that, see your vision. Commit to it. Let your vision, let your passion, let your mission become more important than your self-doubt. Think, who am I here to serve versus who am I to do this? So I'm going to give you a little recipe here that I think you'll find helpful when it comes to working toward anything in your life that summarizes what we've covered on this episode. Clarity comes from confidence and commitment. Confidence is full acceptance and compassion. Commitment is making your vision, your mission, bigger than your biggest insecurity. All right, let's wrap it up with some takeaways from this call. If you're working on becoming more confident in any aspect of your life, especially your career path, 
Be your own best client or customer. Design your own program for yourself. If it works on you, imagine how confident you will feel when you go and help others. And at the same time, don't think you have to be perfect to begin. Choose confidence over perfection and update your definition of what confidence is. Next, practice speaking compassionately to yourself. When we look at how we're getting in our own way, we must do it with gentleness, truth with love. And look to other people that are ahead of you on the the career path that you want to be on for inspiration, but not comparison. We all are works in progress. And finally, write out your vision. What do you want to create? Not just for your career, but for your life and make your commitment to that more important than any self-doubt, any limiting beliefs, any procrastinations, and just go for it. And before I sign off for today, I just want to remind you and invite you again to come join me in the Over It and On With It Personal Mastery course. It's going to be amazing. We're going to have such an incredible tribe. You're going to love the content. I'm going to love connecting with you. And remember, it's all virtual, so you can do it from anywhere in the world. It's for men and women, all ages. ChristineHassler.com slash mastery. So, so excited. We start October 20th, so make sure you register soon. All right, everybody, sending you so much love and blessings from Australia. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Over It and On With It. I love hearing from you. So please post your comments or questions at christinehasler.com slash podcast. That's also the place you can sign up to receive coaching from me in an upcoming episode. And if you love this show, please share it and subscribe on iTunes. You can find all my social media handles and sign up to be part of my community at christinehasler.com. Until next week, here's to getting over it and on with it. Much love and many blessings.